It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! It's spooky Saturday. It's spooky Saturday. It's spooky Saturday. Hi, hey, hello. It's me, Devin Ray, your ghost host with the most, bringing the chills and thrills every single Saturday. Maybe not this one. No, including this one. And I'm joined, as always, by the guy who makes all the right decisions, Scott Keogh. <laughs> How you doing, Scott Keel? I'm good. Are you good? I'm good. I'm less good. <laughs> I okay. So first of all. Welcome to the Burr months <laughs> where we lie to you. Aaron Burr, sir. That's included. <laughs> September. September. October. Burr. We'll see if we can mitigate this trend by November, but uh, 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 surprise, um, you've watched Oculus and you've waited a month and you're going to have to wait (laughs) even longer now because it didn't make sense to release this episode next week. No, it didn't, especially now having, knowing what we know. Can you imagine yeah. if we were going to release this episode no. a week late? No. No. So what are we here what are we here to talk about? So welcome to another episode of New Releases in Horror and More. What we talked about? Talked about. We've already talked about it. <laughs> you just you're so looking forward to being on the other side of this conversation that you're referring to <laughs> it in the I'm past. I'm already tense. there. I'm already there, baby. I'm already there. <laughs> We literally just got home from the movie that we paid to see, The Exorcist Believer, which came out today, October 6th. To an opening attendance of five people. Um, A little background. I, not unlike Beetlejuice, have seen The Exorcist. 167 times and it does keep getting funnier every single time i see it Mm. um that's a joke from that movie it is uh i love the exorcist i have a a near and dear relationship with that movie Mm -hmm. because it was one of those i don't feel like people when i was growing up knew a lot about horror movies they only knew like tangentially telephone game through other kids what was scary it's like some kids I knew growing up were scared of Child's Play with Chucky. Yeah. Some people were scared of Candyman, but more the idea of Candyman. Mm-hmm. Like, some people were scared of the uh, ventriloquist dummy from the Goosebumps book covers. Yeah. Slappy. <laughs> that one. His name is Slappy. Yeah. He's a professional. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Night of the Living Dummy, part one, two, and three. Scared the shit out of me. And he, he continues to do so to this day. I wonder if he's going to be in the Goosebumps series. Mm. I would bet a thousand million dollars. Yeah, he was a terrifying. That's entity. a billion dollars. <laughs> a thousand billions. Yeah. A thousand millions. A thousand million dollars. Is a is a billion. Dollars. Is a billion dollars. I would bet a billion dollars that he's going to be in the Goosebumps movie series. Series that's coming out. Yeah. I guess we should have talked about that instead. Well, we're here now. I, I can't. I'm so mad. I paid money for this. Um, yeah, so I, we, we, we went and saw it. And... It was like... So, you know, when you... Um, let's... Hypothetically. You're in the kitchen. And you see an avocado. You're like, man, I really want some guacamole. So you cut open the avocado. And then, like, your phone rings or something. You get on TikTok and you scroll. And within, I don't know, five minutes... That avocado is disgusting. And without the lime juice or the salt or the 
tomatoes or the onions, or in your case, sour cream inexplicably, um, that avocado is bland, boring, and now slimy and useless. Okay. That's what this movie was. So I saw an avocado and I said, damn, it's been a long time since I had some guacamole. So I cut it open and I waited. And now it's useless, slimy, bland, and I have nothing for it. I don't want it anymore. No. But I paid for it. Yeah. And because I bought it out of season, it was was ridiculously expensive. Yeah. That's how... But it was supposed to be in season. It's October. It was supposed to be in season. But it's not. And neither was this movie. Yeah, it was... Uh, what did the dogs say? It was rough. Rough. <laughs> rough. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was rough. Uh, and I love demonology movies. Mm-hmm. Religious horror is my jam. I love it. Mm-hmm. And this was... Oh, this was bad on so many levels. There was like a weird sentimentality to every single moment. But it, so it was like it was like hard committing to the sensation of any given moment, even when those moments contradicted each other. So it was very hard to tell what this movie was there was no show trying to say no show all tell yeah very little demon very little demon very little leslie odom jr is resplendent and wonderful i think he's amazing and i love him and he is much better than this movie so is ann dowd yes both of them Take them out of this movie. Put them in something else. Okay, so here's my problem. Let's start. There's two girls that get possessed. Mm-hmm. We're not going to walk through the movie bit by bit. I don't have time for that. Nothing happens. Um, two girls get possessed. Why? Because they attempted some witchcraft in the woods. But, like, why did there need to be two of them? Because. because so so that it could be different because most exorcism movies focus on a single individual but in inviting two girls to be possessed in this movie they undercut every personal journey that could have been yeah, because instead of having one, like, this girl's relationships with the people around her, you had both these girls' relationships with the people around them. And even though it was sort of messaged early on that they were best friends, their parents don't seem to, like, know each other that well. Like, after the girls get disappear... Uh, the mom is like, I didn't even know that our daughter was hanging out with your daughter. And if we had known that, this wouldn't be the first time we would have had an issue or something like that. And so it's like there was this vibe that, um, I don't know, you, you, you couldn't, you didn't know what to pay attention to. So also, this movie is a, an hour and 57 minutes long. Which is not super long in today's movie standards. Nope. But it feels long. And it's only five minutes shorter than the original Exorcist, which came out 50 years ago. Wow. They really depended on that uh, 50-year reunion paying off. And fuck, it did not. No. Like, okay. No one cares. So, what is... Scott doesn't like The Exorcist. I... Okay, here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. No, I don't. I don't. But it's not like a... Oh, it's such a bad movie. It's more of a... I admire that movie for what it is and for what it did for cinema and storytelling, but 
it's not for me. Hey, man, you don't have to like everything. No, I know, but like I have a similar relationship with the first Exorcist as I do is with like most things made by Orson Welles. You know what I mean? Like some cool shit happened, and they it was really innovative. But like, or or that werewolf movie we watched with that crazy ass werewolf transformation, where it's like that was crazy. I don't need to watch it again. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. You can respect it. That doesn't mean that you yeah. have to like it. Yeah. I genuinely like it. Yes. Um, and not just because I like it because my mom likes it. Ah. Because my mom was just starting high school when it came out. Okay. Um, or when she had the opportunity to see it. And okay. she went to a Catholic school. Oh. So she was taught by nuns. Okay. And all of her friends were Catholic and they were mortified, terrified of this movie. Nice. My mom not so much. My mom's not a Catholic. <laughs> so she just thought it was fucking rad. Um and it was groundbreaking in the time. And that's the thing is that it takes the original, not to talk about the original, but I'm going to because it's so much fucking better. The original takes time to not only show you where this demon came from, um who everybody is specifically who reagan mcneil is Mm -hmm. she's a sweet girl who loves horses and loves her mom Mm -hmm. her dad is absent Mm -hmm. and being a shitty dad but she still loves her dad she's just the sweetest fucking thing and she gets a ouija board that interacts with her by saying that it is captain howdy and everyone thinks oh she's just playing by herself she's her mom's a famous movie star Right. She's just a sweet girl. Yeah. Playing until she becomes not so sweet. And you see it because you've spent time with this sweet child. Yeah. Become not sweet. Say horrible things that actually sound like a person saying things. It didn't immediately just jump to, I have a demon voice. Well, even the demon voice, which originated in The Exorcist, is just a woman. It's a woman. Who smoked cigarettes, had she guzzled down some raw eggs, and like really dropped her voice down into this fucking gravelly, disgusting kind of thing. And that's just her voice. That's awesome. It's not modulated. It's not sound mix. The sound mixing in this fucking movie was garbage. Yeah, there was the, the for lack of a better word, dubbing well, for the little girls was... It's like their mouths were do. What were those little actresses doing? Yeah, the the sound. Whoever was in charge of lining up the demon voice with the little girl's mouth shape did not knock it out of the park. Nothing is new. Nothing is new. Not a not a goddamn thing. No. And they didn't do a lot of the things that the old movie did that were really cool. It's like they took some elements of the old the original exorcist and they took some elements from other exorcism films but only a very select few and then filled the rest of the movie with these drawn out sentimental saccharine slow-mo sequences of like people connection yeah love that's what we really need there's this whole moment where like it's this big it's this big battle where the catholic church doesn't want to get involved because catholic church despite the ones who are behind exorcisms don't want to do exorcisms anymore and so this local catholic priest is trying to convince the diocese to do it and they won't let him and it's this whole thing and so on the night of the exorcism he shows up and he's like here's a prayer book and Jesus Christ. The cats are going at it. Here's a prayer book and a crucifix. Do these things. Go with God. Blah, blah, blah. And then he's sitting in his car outside while they're all in there fighting these demons in these children. And Leslie Odom Jr. is just like, hey, man, fight's in there. And so the priest comes in. But, like, there's this, like, intense orchestral swell and everything goes in slow-mo, and it's this big, like, oh, yay, the savior of the Catholic Church has arrived. Which, 
if that hadn't happened up until that moment, it would feel maybe kind of powerful. And, but like they had that orchestral swell moment for like everything before that. And so it's just like another wave of this sentimentality. And then he gets his neck snapped and it's just like, okay, so what, what are we, what are we going for? I would, listen, I, I take my possession movies with a grain of salt Mm -hmm. because they are all rooted in Christianity, Mm -hmm. mostly the Catholic church, Mm -hmm. which is its own thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And if it had been, y'all don't have the faith for this or whatever. Yeah. Fine. Because that is the world. That's the world that they live in. That's, that's, the, that's the universe. Chris McNeil, in the original Exorcist, exhausts every other option before going to the priest. Because she does not believe. She's not a woman of faith. Right. And she's like, no, this cannot be what this is. It's got to be Until she else. is exhausted and is like, I'm going to go to the church. Mm-hmm. And the church pulls through. Because it is Pazuzu the demon. That's who it is. Right. But Also, that's never cleared up. That who, if it's the same demon? Which demons? It, it's got to be more than one. No, it's one. It's just one demon it's possessing one both demon girls possess- at the same time? Yep. Is it? Yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I know. That's not because. How, that's not how that works. Because. But that's not how that works. I don't know. Um, uh, summary. Angela is a daughter of Leslie Odom Jr., who's a photographer, which that doesn't matter. Um, right. <laughs> who... We get the introductory kind of thing instead of like... The cold open. The cold open is Leslie Odom Jr. and his wife in Haiti. um, And she is very pregnant with Angela. And... They're doing like a photo... Like a maternity... Baby moon. They want to take pictures of... They're both photographers and they're just in Haiti taking pictures and they take pictures of her. And they take pictures of her while they're there. And then she there's an earthquake that happens at their hotel. She gets injured. After she gets blessed. After she, yeah, she gets a blessing from some hoodoo priestesses in Haiti. Mm -hmm. She's a fake out um, over her pregnant belly. It gives you this, like, the movie definitely tries to send the message early on or wants to make you think that when these hoodoo priestesses were air quotes blessing her baby they were actually possessing her baby or doing something doing something nefarious they mentioned papa legba and um that's we're not going to get into the tenets of the hoodoo spirituality but Mm -hmm. that's important and i don't know enough about it to be a scholar about it i know uh barely a little 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 bit i know a little about a little and I'm not going to embarrass myself with that, but it it definitely, if you're listening and you know even a shred of what, like, what I know, then you're like, ooh, well, that was stupid. Um, of course, you're going to get possessed by demon. Anyway, uh, the doctors in Haiti give Leslie Odom Jr. the choice of, like, you could save the wife or the baby, and then it goes to 13 years later, from whenever that was. We weren't given a time. Yeah, no, we don't know what era we're in. But it's presumably long enough that Chris McNeil is still alive. And this is... Okay, so this is the Halloween reboot route. Okay? So it's The Exorcist, and this is a sequel to The Exorcist. The original Exorcist. The Exorcist 2 and 3 do not exist. Right. Fine. I guess they figured nobody saw those anyway. Yeah. So, fine. Nobody saw The Heretic. Nobody spent time wandering their blockbuster, watching every single thing in the horror movie section. That's fine. But that movie's not for me. This movie's not for me. Um, Because they... uh, Angela and her friend, white girl, so I'm going to call her because that's... Her trait was white. Um, Yeah. They they go to the woods to use a pendulum and light a candle to talk. Speak to spirits. To spirits, specifically Angela's mother. And I, 
I'm so glad I saw Talk to Me, which is a much better version of this. This. Um, yeah, go see then, Talk to Me or go yeah, rent go talk watch. To me. Yeah, watch Talk to Me. Yeah. watch Talk to Me three times. Yeah. Um, and they uh, they, they disappear for they, three days. They disappear for three days, and they show up, and their feet have third degree burns on them. And they've been walking for, they say, 30 miles. Mm -hmm. um, And they have absolutely no memory of being gone that long. They think they've only been gone for a few hours, or that's what they're saying when the doctors ask. Yeah. And there's no signs of any, like, foul play, assault, nothing to indicate that they were taken by anyone. They just disappeared for three days. And then showed up in a barn. And then showed up in a barn 30 miles away with burnt feet. Yeah. And and it was raining for whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, and then immediately they're possessed. Uh, they get taken home to their respective homes. And Angela starts her demon shit. And Leslie yeah, Odom Jr. apparently starts her demon shit at the same time. Yeah. And... Leslie Odom Jr. is like, well... You're going back to the hospital because you tried to kill me. Kill me. Yeah. So that's not right. Yeah. I love his characters that like no nonsense. He oh, loves yeah. his daughter and that's all he has because yeah. his wife died. His wife died. And so he drops her off at school, picks her up, and then that's they hang out at her at his studio until they come home for dinner. Like that he spends all of his spare time with his daughter. With his daughter. And that's how she know he knows that like on the one day that she's like I want to go and do homework with Catherine 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 well done um and she doesn't come home yep and um, and then they're possessed and then they're possessed and it happened like and and everybody jumps to possession so fast because the the Catherine's parents are religious. Presbyterians yeah. or yeah something like that they're religious. Uh, they have communion and all that sort of nonsense, and they they immediately jump to possession. And Leslie Odom Jr.'s character fights it for a while, but then Ann Dowd, as a nurse, him. his neighbor, also nurse in the hospital, she goes to treat Angela after being rehospitalized, and it's the only demon shit that Angela does is where she she calls her by her chosen convent name. And that talks, she never told anyone. Talks about uh, an abortion that she had and freaks her out. And so Ann Dowd is like, hey, listen, I don't know what's going on with your daughter, but here's what happened. Um, this lady might know. Surprise. It's Chris McNeil. And Leslie Odom Jr. is able to track her down immediately. Immediately. Um, effortlessly. Goes to her house. Just shows up at her house. And is like, hey, there's something in your book uh, that is why I'm here today. And this, and she's like, "Listen, it is an exorcism. Is belief, belief, belief matters. Placebos matter. Faith matters. Whatever, like whatever you think it is, that's it matters that you believe that it works." Yeah. And I was like, "Well, that's the tactic to take." Yeah, that's the movie you make, not n- not not what we saw. No, uh, like it would be great. If it was like. That's why I'm saying we don't need two girls. Just have Angela get possessed. Yeah. And Leslie Odom Jr. as a man without faith. Remake The Exorcist. Try to figure out how to do it without the Catholic Church. Yeah. But that's not what happened. Yeah. His neighbor or his boxing buddy, whatever, both. He lives so, next to everybody oh that's in the movie. Yeah, so his other neighbor is his boxing instructor, sparring partner, guy, trainer. And he goes to his house without... Goes to Leslie Odom Jr.'s house without telling him that he's going to be there. Leaves his door open when he goes in. Mm-hmm. Brings in some priestesses. Or, like, that's the thing. is like, when Leslie Odom Jr. gets into his house, they are in his daughter's room burning candles and chanting some shit... And it seems very reminiscent of the hoodoo stuff that we saw right. at but the it's beginning just root of the movie. Magic. It's just root magic. It's just Christianity. Yeah. It's, it's just another form of Christianity. 
enslaved people from Africa took rituals and ideas from their lives before captivity, before enslavement, mixed it with Christianity. It's a whole bunch of stuff. And they're like, yeah, you're black Leslie Odom Jr. You must know. This must be your kind of faith. Is what right. it felt like. Also, the lighting in this movie is racist. Okay. People don't know how to light black people no. in movies. No, they and don't. And it is very obvious that they did not know how to light black people in, in this, this movie. movie. And that's upsetting to me. Yeah. It's not that's not an internet take. That's not a like go touch grass thing. It's like straight up, you could not see him. No. It's tough. And it's upsetting because he's so good. Yeah. He is. And he's amazing in this. Um, but like, <clears throat> so we, we, everyone finally decides, okay, we're going to do this exorcism thing. After Chris McNeil gets her eyes stabbed out by Catherine. For some reason. Because she, for some reason, decided to go into Catherine, go... Exercise Catherine. Go exercise Catherine without any help, without Catherine being in restraints, without a Bible, without a crucifix. She just went in there and tried to just raw dog it. (laughs) (laughs) And Catherine pretended to be cured and then picked up a crucifix that was on the bedside table and stabbed Chris McNeil's eyes out. Yeah. Or what's Chris what? Chris McNeil. Is it really Chris McNeil? It's Chris McNeil. That's hilarious. Um, my my best friend in college name is Chris McNeil. He spells it differently, but I just didn't I didn't hear it out loud until I just said it just now. But um, Ellen Burstyn. Yeah. So they should have won the Oscar for Requiem for a Dream, but that's a hundred and for a different thousand billion percent. Yeah, Jesus. Um, (laughs) God, film gripe for a different day. They all decide that they're going to do this exorcism thing. And somehow uh, Chris is connected, even though she's blinded and in the hospital and not present, she can sense what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the all the parents and the neighbor and the priest lady that was helping the neighbor and the priest from Catherine's parents' church and the nurse from next door congregate. To perform this exorcism without the Catholic Church because the Catholic Church won't help. And some stuff happens, I guess. Barely. And then the priest tries to interrupt and the demons off him immediately. Mm -hmm. And then the demons say, you have to make a choice. Yeah, one child dies. One child lives or they both die. Right. Make and it's choice. and it's like they do it because they're they they recall Leslie Odom Jr.'s decision when he had this choice to be made. Which is he, when we discover he chose the mom to live, mm. and the mom died. Foreshadowing. But fun fact, you can guess given what they're referencing and what they're saying now, what's going to happen. Yeah. The mom, who's kind of been awful the whole movie, like mm-hmm. the dad was a dick at the very beginning and then just kind of faded into the background for everything. It's like the, when they got brought into the hospital, they, they did a, I'm trying to think of a more sensitive way to say it, but I can't, uh, a rape kit basically yep. just to make sure that they were okay. And uh, when they began, Start, even started talking about it he left the room yeah um and then he just he and le- then he was he left the room for the rest of the movie yeah he was present but like in the background not talking a lot Catherine's mom was being a lot and really kind of confrontational with everyone mm-hmm. but then when this choice is presented to them leslie odom jr and Catherine's mom are like we can't choose. And they both, they make eye contact. They get it. They're like, no, no, no. We both love our girls. We get that. We're not going to do that. We're yeah. going to figure out something else. Whatever the demons say, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And then Catherine's dad is like, I choose Catherine. I choose Catherine. And 
everyone's like, what are you doing? And then we get a, a interesting little segue into what Catherine is experiencing in her possession. And she's still stuck in that hole in the ground structure in the woods. Yeah, um, where they did the ritualing thing. And the floor's flooded, which it was in real life. Real life. Yeah. Uh and the demon's like, well, and he, she hears her dad say, like, I choose you, Catherine. I choose Catherine. And then the demon says, I choose Catherine. And she gets pulled underwater and we get. She gets dragged to hell. Yeah, she gets dragged to hell. Yeah. And then Ash. Angela. Angela wakes up. Yeah. Angela levitates into the air. Her vomits. Heart, you think that she's her heart rate goes out. You think that she's dead. And then they pull the demons, pull the old switcheroo. Yeah. Because they're demons. Yeah. And that's what demons do. Yeah. I'm a this, fucking demon. This movie worked really hard at trying to subvert every expectation that you have. And therefore, by subverting every expectation, it subverted the expectation that this movie would be watchable. Yeah. It subverted its own, like, it, it subverted expectations and then it subverted its own subversion. And it did that just one too many times. Scott Scott hit the nail right on the head when we were driving here to record this. Is that like you just? You, I'm sorry. Is that I'm sorry? It's just that like, oh, you thought we were gonna do this, but then we didn't. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's that like, and the other thing is is that they don't. It's almost like they didn't know which movie they were going to make when they were making it because they made all of it. Because there's these, they have these little montages throughout the movie where they mm-hmm. sort of like cut elements from previous things or demon faces or whatever. They sort of cut shit together in these really quick rapid fire things. Mm-hmm. And when Angela is levitating into the air, you get the montage in the montage cut you or maybe it's after she's her heart rate has gone out you get the sequence of the the hoodoo blessing Mm -hmm. at the beginning and then she wakes up so it's like (coughs) was it the hoodoo blessing that saved her and prevented her from from the demons from taking her or was it the bond between father and daughter or was it demons being demons and we're like you chose Catherine so you chose Catherine to get dragged to hell like it 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 didn't know and it can't be all of the above it can't be all of the above you gotta pick one if you stand for nothing burr what do you fall for there it is but it's like I I, it just it was like you know oh you thought that you know we were gonna do that postmodern thing that's super pessimistic where he chose Catherine and then Angela died and that just sucks because the white man was selfish and so that's how the movie ends but no we're not doing that we're gonna do the other thing where you chose the one that dies and you didn't even know it but oh it wasn't that because it's actually because Angela got blessed at the beginning with that hoodoo ceremony that you thought was them possessing her but it was actually saving her but like not really because we don't fucking know what did what and maybe that was the point that humans just don't fucking know anything about anything and nothing matters and it was just way ahead of its time no nope it was bad um It's, it's not that it was it was bad i can't can't even i can't even process i can't even process how much i dislike this movie like it's it's i blame disney okay um in that disney properties are so much a part of the media that we consume such a huge chunk and famously, Disney has acquired many several properties that stand for things or do things, really do those things, whatever it may be. Okay. X-Men, what have you. They own X-Men. They're not going to do it because the X-Men stand for something. And right. you, have to, you have to make a stance yeah. with it. 
you can't Black Panther it. You can't say, oh, well, I mean, yeah, maybe Killmonger's right. Right. But not in this way. You can't, they don't stand for anything. Yeah. So the only movies where horror movies are doing something is like independent small houses. Yeah. And if you're going to make an exorcist movie, you have to have a point of view. And you have to say something. If you want to be cruel with it. Be cruel. Be cruel. Yeah. And they could have. But they didn't do anything. Mm-mm. You didn't, like. You could have. Wa- s- ten people could have gone to see that movie and walked away from it with completely different takes about what actually happened and what the resolution was. Well, I'm saying, like, even in the facts of the movie, the events of the movie. They didn't commit to anything. Mm-mm. Nope. I'm sorry to keep bringing up the original, but I'm not because it's so much better. But like in the original, for instance, Chris McNeil's having a party. People are playing the piano, singing, whatever. Reagan is already possessed. She comes down the stairs, says to an astronaut, you're all going to die up there and then pisses on the floor. In 1973, that was insane. Yeah. She just pissed on the floor. Yeah. And that's the beginning of her bullshittery. Yeah. Of of the demon possession. Yeah. The beginning of this demon possession was Angela being creepy in the bathroom, flipping the lights on and off, and wetting the bed. But you don't even, like, I'm not saying that you needed to see it, but, like, it's, I'm saying, like, you didn't do uh, Yeah, that's, anything. What, that's what I'm saying. Like, nothing. She doesn't, like say horrible things to her dad nope she doesn't the demons were unusually tame i'm like why i mean yeah they look like the makeup from the 73 movie Mm -hmm. but But why yeah why because the 1973 movie there were justifications for why she looked the way she did as things progressed yeah every dash of holy water that hit reagan's body burned her or cut her or scar she mutilated herself with a crucifix we're not going to talk about it but like like mutilated herself with a crucifix and we don't it's not like i'm asking to see but you have to do something yeah because otherwise what are we doing yeah why are we here? Why did you make the movie? Why did you make the movie? Because it was the 50th anniversary? And that's another thing. I blame Disney because it seemed like it was all building towards Linda Blair showing up. And she did. And she did. But, but not in an impact. She didn't have to. She didn't have to. That whole scene needs... It could be gone. In the movie would be exactly the same. Yeah. Just... Fuck, man. Do something. Also, can we talk about the fact that this movie? What was what's the, what's the name of this movie? Believer, The Exorcist. Believer, The Exorcist. There's no exorcist. There is no exorcist. There isn't one. And I'm not saying that the 1973 movie is about an exorcist. It's it is about, though. It's about an exorcism. No, it's it's but about it's, an exorcist. Yeah. It's about a priest. It's about and it's about two priests, one that was the exorcist and then died and then the next priest who becomes the exorcist. You see so much more of this man in Iran, his interactions with this demon and mm-hmm. then his crisis of what to do about it. Yeah. Like yes, you do spend a significant amount of time with Chris McNeil and Reagan McNeil and whatever, but like at the end of the day, the most iconic shot from the movie is the exorcist, mm-hmm. the old priest showing up to the house yeah. with a street lamp. But you know what is non-existent in this movie is an, an exorcist. There isn't one. Mm-hmm. There's a local priest who briefly attempts an exorcism before getting his neck rotated. Mm-hmm. That's it. There isn't even an exorcism. Do you want to hear something funny? What's that? I mean, it's funny in that it's bad. What's that? 
So recently, on my own, not for the anything on this podcast, I watched The Pope's Exorcist. Did you? Starring Russell Crowe. And it was better than this movie. Oh. Oh. It's still bad, but it's better than this movie. That is unfortunate. (laughs) Because I'm sure at least the Pope's Exorcist the Pope's Exorcist was a character in the movie. A prominent character in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Good. That's good. Yeah. The title was relevant. Yeah. This is just clearly it's 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 the very if nothing else that demonstrates how clearly this was just a cash grab leveraging the notoriety of the original movie (coughs) yeah with no attempt to actually make a movie yeah so they're not all bangers in new releases in horror and more in fact, this might... I don't know. What else have we seen? What have we seen that we watched that was new that we didn't like? There might have been things... Cobweb. You, oh, Cobweb. We didn't talk about it on the podcast. We talked about it very briefly. It got an honorary mention on another episode. Hmm. Uh, we we watched uh, No One Will Save You. Well, we didn't talk about it. I'm talking about things oh. that we've already talked about. Is there an episode of this thing oh, that we do... releases in horror that we, that did- we didn't like? Saw 10? I liked Saw 10. (laughs) Just fucking with you. (laughs) I I left the theater and immediately longed to go watch Saw 10 again. Um, Socks. I can't can't think of anything currently. I'm sure it's probably happened, but I can't think of anything. There's nothing I... I also think in the past, like, historically... If we had gone to see a new release and it was this bad, we probably wouldn't have done an episode on it. Mm. But it is the spooky season and I feel like I must protect you, my spooky ones. Don't go see this fucking movie. Which, given the audience attendance, you weren't going to. (laughs) But if you were thinking about it. Don't. Go watch. Go watch. Talk to me. Go drink a cup of milk. You'll have a worse time. Wow. Wow. No, a better time. That's what I a meant better to say. Time. You'll have a better time. You'll have a better time drinking milk. A cup of milk. I can't. I don't. I watched Over the Garden Wall all the way through for the first time this year. Let's talk about that for a second. I meant to do that sooner. We're we're we're. It's okay. We're here. We we did it. We 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 discussed we discussed The Exorcist. So if that's what you were here for. You did it. You we're, can leave now. We're, we're done talk talking about, about the exercise. We're going to talk about over the garden wall. We're going to talk about over the garden wall for a few minutes because I have seen the first three episodes like four times. Yeah, I have never made it past the first three episodes. Not because I was like, "Oh, this is dumb." I just I watched the first three episodes like starting a book, and then just never picked the book up again because other shit came up. Well, there's also. There's also a very limited window where everything lines up to watch over the garden wall. Yeah. I feel like you can do it in September once it's started to cool down mm-hmm. into Halloween. But if you start to watch it in November, you're like, no, this isn't that's the vibe. Not the vibe. But yeah, I watched all of it. What did you think? It was lovely. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. Just a charming charming little fairy tale haunt, yeah haunted fairy tale what a classic fairy tale yeah two children in the underworld yeah purgatory yeah it was so good everything about it animation's great voice work's great mm-hmm. music is great music is great the symbolism that is baked in that show it's like it's it's the opposite of the excess believers so much is thought about yeah that like you can really dig into and like yeah it's made for kids but kids can take the surface level story and that then that's it but as an adult you can look at it and be like oh my god quincy endicott's home is next to marguerite's home because they're their graves are right graves are right next to each other yeah wow 
Yeah. Wow. They share a dirt wall. They do. Sh- they share a dirt wall. Yeah. The horses can talk. Beatrice and do you know that Auntie Whispers? You remember Auntie Whispers? Which one was Auntie Whispers? It's the little peasant girl that. Yes. Auntie Whispers is voiced by Tim Curry. <clears throat> oh, that's great. Yeah. The when they're hiding in the bucket of turtles. Yes. I still don't. You still don't get the turtles. I, I still don't get the little black turtles. I think you you explained it to me, but I've already. Well, it's like, what do you see the beast as? Not a little black turtle. No, I mean, like, what does the beast symbolize? Oh. Loss of hope? Yeah. Depression? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, there's the beast themselves, but then there's the creeping. Right, the slow-moving, creeping deceptively small seedlings seedlings of the beast seeds of doubt that can be put into anything yeah unassuming it's just a turtle yeah and sometimes a turtle is just a turtle yeah but sometimes it's a turtle that's got a little piece of candy stuck to it that a dog eats and turns into a gigantic ravenous wolf yeah you know like you do like you do the the beast was a fan was a fascinating had some fascinating animation choices the antlers antlers and the eyes the piercing eyes the like a train coming out of the woods headlights headlights mm. Jason Funderburger and the <clears throat> nope it's gone already. Oh, no. It left me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Rock fact. Oh, my God. The rock facts. <laughs> now we're just talking about things we liked from over the garden wall. Uh, I mean, that pumpkin episode really is something, though. Isn't it wonderful? Like. Because well, it's the it's the it's the not Sumter. Big fish. Oh, it is. Uh. Oh no. Oh no. Why can't I think of it? I don't know. I can't think of it either. We're not. It's not my time. It's not how I go. You know what they say. It's not it. <laughs> Damn it! What is it? Some. Oh fuck. Well now now the whole episode is <laughs> is derailed. It's easy, but it's longer. <laughs> oh, man. Shortcut through the woods. Yeah. Big fish. But that's what it is. Yes, that, it is. 100%. The, yeah. The the Pottsfield episode is definitely that bit of yeah. big fish. Mm-hmm. That like... Uh, this is where you end up. You're not supposed to be here yet. You're not supposed to be here yet. You're early. You're early. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful, guys. Go watch that. Go watch Over the Garden Wall. You've got time. Yeah. And watch the whole thing, because then you know why it's called Over the Garden Wall. Yeah. Because you don't find out that until the end. Yeah. And over the garden wall. Potatoes and molasses. Potatoes and molasses. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and no one will save you is uh, great too. It's fun. It's a good time. I had. It's odd. It tries. I think it's trying to be an allegory horror movie akin to us or Nope or Jordan Peele. Work. Get out. Um, it's not. No. And it. it it does a really, really, really good job at certain things. What I will say is what I appreciate about horror specifically and why I love it so much is that it can invent new forms of cinema and do experimental things in cinema that might not be okay 
in other genres. Mm -hmm. Like for 95% of no one will save you. It is one thing. And then at the end, it takes a sharp left turn. It really does. And and you're like, okay. It doesn't mean nobody should end it that way. It's a great stepping off point. Yeah. But like. It's, it's odd. There was nothing indicating that turn. Yeah. Like, at, at no point at watching that movie could you have called that could anyone have called that ending no at no, there there's not a single way that they communicated that ending before it happened yeah and not in like a good like oh surprise like literally it's like someone just was like hey what if we did this for the last 90 seconds of the movie right like it's 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 definitely a, a bizarre it's not even a, that's i guess that's what i'm saying is it, it's not even a twist it's just a a thing that happened mm-hmm. and if you haven't seen it i'm being ambiguous and i apologize i just don't know how specific we should be yeah no just watch it yeah it's on hulu it's on hulu over so the, is Over the Garden Wall. Over the Garden Wall. No one will save you. Talk to me. All better options than the Exorcist Believer. Why is it called Believer? Does he believe now? No, he doesn't. Well, I guess maybe he does, but not... It's that... But why would he believe if his... He always loved his daughter. Right. And... He didn't do anything differently. He didn't do anything differently. He didn't even... But you believe in demons. Here's the thing, and I'm not saying he should have, but it's not even like he chose his daughter this time. Like, I'm not saying that that's what the movie was saying, but it's like, if at the beginning of the movie, he chose his wife and his wife died, at the end of the movie, he just didn't make a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the other problem with it, is that the protagonist didn't... He didn't... Leslie Odom Jr. had zero impact on what on the outcome of the situation. Right. His actions at the end didn't do anything. I it was the the result was ancillary. Like I hate the outlook presented to me by this movie. Yeah. This nothing matters. What's going to happen is going to happen. Nihilism. Nihilism. But like, it's not like blissful nihilism of no nothing matters. So do what makes you happy and be less concerned. It's not pessimistic nihilism either. It's just nothing. Yeah. There's no point of view. Mm-mm. It didn't have a point of view. It didn't know whose story it was telling. It didn't know what story it was telling. It knew it had to be a possession story and they were doing it with two girls that had two different families and they wanted a conflict so they made one family black and one family white and the white family was kind of southern Christian so they were kind of racist but not really but the tension was there and like barely right that's what I'm saying it's not even there it it was a safe tension it wasn't even like a it was a hinted at tension. It, it, I can't was stand it. Stop. I'm done with this. I'm done with this. If you don't have a story to tell and you're told to tell a story, don't bullshit a way to tell a story that you don't care about. Don't every, do it. Everything, all the tension in that movie was completely manufactured. It's, it's. None of it was organic. None of it just. None of it happened in a real way. It was all manufactured. It's talking to talk. It's, yeah, it's nonsense. It's movie making for the sake of movie making, creation for the sake of creation. It's just because you could doesn't mean that you should. Yeah. Like, stop! I'm done with it. I'm done with it. We didn't need the sequel. Stop. Cash grab. But 
It won't be. No, it won't be. I think they, but they were they were riding that nostalgia wave of. But we brought the girl and the mom from the original Exorcist movie back. Then don't spit on the original Exorcist movie. Yeah, by not making an Exorcist movie. (laughs) I'm done talking about this. Okay. Okay, so I promise. I promise that next week we're going to talk about Oculus. I promise. It's happening. It's happening. Because following Oculus... We're going to talk about the fall of the House of Usher. Which I'm so excited about. And the reason why, now you might think, oh, but isn't fall of the House of Usher coming out next weekend? Yes, but you need time. We need time. We want to give it the attention it deserves. Yeah. Are we going to binge it in a weekend? Probably. But let's not. Let's well, just. And, and that just because we might binge it in a weekend doesn't mean that you will or should and you might want to listen to the episode and we don't want you to feel like you can't because you haven't finished it yet right so we're giving everybody a week we're giving everybody a week you got a week you have a week like oculus you had a month yeah you we gave you a whole month (laughs) watch it again (laughs) watch oculus again before you watch exorcist believer which is never. So you have infinite time. Don't do that. The time that you would have spent watching Exorcist Believer, go ahead and get caught up on Oculus again. Just a ref- little refresher. I'm so mad, y'all. So mad. But we did it. You don't ever have to do it again. And I won't. Right. It's not like Saw 10. I might watch Saw 10 again. You're going to watch Saw 10 again. You're definitely going to watch Saw 10 again. If only to watch Saw 11 or Saw 2, depending on how you want to look at it. You're going to do it. Fuck. You're going to do it. <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks in hell. Um, that's from The Exorcist. I don't believe that about you. I think your mother's a lovely lady. Thank you all so much for. <laughs> I can't. No, that was I it. I can't. I can't. You did it. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Spooky Saturday. <laughs> I want to say, I don't know if you can backtrack through these episodes, but this is not my normal way of being. I think. Yeah, if you're new here, this is this is an anomaly episode. Normally, when we trash on a movie because we didn't like it, mm-hmm. we, we still have a good time trashing on the movie. This movie was upsetting. It made us, it made Devin particularly, but it made both of us hungry. Mm-hmm. And uh, normally, even when we're shitting on a movie because of how bad we thought it was, we still have fun doing that. This yeah. was just frustratingly and infuriatingly convoluted and bad and meaningless and a waste of time in our opinion yeah so don't don't judge don't judge us by this don't judge me scott's being very fair i'm (laughs) and i like dumb things you do like bad things and i like this is just a nothing well, it's not that it's a dumb thing or a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's, it's... It's a nothing. Yeah. It's a nothing thing. Yeah, it's... It's what they're fighting in the never-ending story. It's the it, nothing. It's it a co- void. It could not exist. And it should not exist. And things would not be different. I don't even think a lot of people are going to see it. Good. It should disappear. Yeah. Um. Anyway, Oculus. Oculus next week. Yeah, Saturday is my favorite day of the week, and somehow this Saturday is uh, ruined. But maybe next Saturday will be better. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Tune in. Well, Oculus is better, so next Saturday should be better. Yep. (laughs) So, yeah. um, Follow us on Instagram. At Spooky Saturday. Let us know what you think on Spotify. 
Send some love to Devin. I'm lift her spirits. She down. I'm down. She down. She needs to pick me up. So <laughs> send an exorcist. Send an exorcist. <laughs> an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> you can get them both in one with Monsignor Pruitt from Midnight Mass. Oh. If you send me Monsignor Pruitt, we will be all good to go. <laughs> That's a joke from the past. So, yeah. I'm going to stop talking about everything and go to sleep. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay hydrated. Don't go see Exorcist Believer. And stay spooky, everybody. We'll see you next Saturday. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I can't. I'm sorry. I can't. So mad. Fuck. So mad. <laughs>